welcome to this Biforum podcast, or on this occasion, our cross-forum podcast, because we have two of our forum leads sharing their thoughts with us. Claire Simpson, Bioforum Technology Roadmapping Lead, and Bob Brooks, Bioforum Supply Partner Lead. And welcome to you both. And we are here to talk about the importance of a strategic approach for the development of the biopharmaceutical manufacturing industry. We've seen Technology Roadmapping publish a new strategy, and Bioforum Supply Partner publish their strategic framework for the development of the inbound supply chain. So why has there been this recent activity and focus on new strategy? Claire, perhaps you could share with us the why the Technology Roadmap published its new strategy. Absolutely. Technology Roadmapping is really the, the strategy arm of Bioforum. And um, our first edition roadmaps were published back in 2017. They covered six different topics ranging from process technologies, all the way through to supply partnership management and, um, and really laid down the technology and strategy challenges for the next 10 years. Um, and just last year, we took the opportunity to really take a step back and review our industry progress against those things for a couple of reasons, partly because we were halfway through that 10 year programme and we really wanted to get a fix on, on the progress our members were making by being part of the collaboration. But also, of course, with everything that was going around us in industry with COVID and our pandemic and also the developing focus on sustainability, we really wanted to make sure that the strategies we're laying down for the future are um, reflective of our current environment and, and sending our industry on the right journey. So back about 12 months ago, we asked our members to tell us how they thought they were doing against meeting the visions that were laid down in the, the first tranche of roadmaps. Um, and we covered a whole range of metrics that, that are all downloadable from the roadmap documents themselves. Things like time to market, speed of product changeover, um, facility build speed, total cost of supply. Um, and we asked our members to tell us what was most important to them in, in this new time and, and also how they thought they were doing. And the really good news was that actually our members think we're making great progress against that initial technology roadmap vision. That, of course, led to a whole stack of questions, though, around was the vision wide enough? Was it broad enough? Did it really reflect everything our members wanted to do right the way across Bioforum? And that's led us to really doing some deep thinking about this new vision that's just been published, which is much broader, much more ambitious in scope and really recognising that a focus on drug substance manufacturing as a key bottleneck that we saw in our first edition um, was really valuable and, and helped us test this idea of collaborative strategy. But actually, we need to start focusing much more on the end to end value chain. Um, and that's why I'm really excited to, um, to have this conversation with Bob, because that recognises that the inbound supply chain and actually the supply chain supporting our value chain all the way through is, is really critical to getting this right. Thanks, Claire. So, Bob, I suppose there are elements of Claire's answer that resonated with why Bioforum Supply Partner decided there was a need for a strategic framework for the development of the inbound supply chain for the biopharmaceutical manufacturing industry. Hi, Antoinette. Yes, thanks for that. And uh, um, thanks, Claire, for the uh, the uh, information around um, the, the, the raison d'etre behind the technology roadmap strategy. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, when you think back five years ago when the technology roadmap was being um, written um, and the supply partnership management section was there. We were still in our early days within the supply partner forum itself um, and we were still 
really um, recruiting members, um, you know, from from the industry. Our representation perhaps wasn't quite as um, as uh, wide as it is now. Um, so our, um, I guess the the persona of the supply partner forum back then wasn't that it was as all encompassing and um, a one voice type approach that it is perhaps now. So, you know, in those five years, we've grown considerably. Our membership is um, over 60 member companies now. We have um, more buyer manufacturer company members than we do supply partner members. Um, uh, you know, I think we have um, 34 um, buyer manufacturer company members now. We represent not just the companies manufacturing bulk drug substance uh, from a monoclonal antibody perspective, but also quite a few uh, representatives from the, um, the up and coming cell and gene therapy manufacturing space. So, um, uh, you know, and, and our supplier company members, again, cover everything from, um, you know, some second tier suppliers of critical materials from the um, consumables or the or the the fluid pathway space right the way through from in, to ingredient manufacturers as well going into the cell culture media so we have quite a good representation across single use systems and um and um the ingredients and chemicals used in the manufacturing process as well as equipment suppliers and even now some service providers so i think when you look at the spp now um we do truly represent the inbound supply chain space and um and we can act as one voice. And uh, I think the members realized this uh, sometime in the middle of um, last year. And uh, they felt that in order to um, make sure that we were traveling in the right direction when we were um, deciding what our program of work should be, we should create uh, a framework within which we can operate. And, and that's what why the, the decision was made by the leadership team of the Supply Partner Forum um, to, to invest time and effort to create the strategic framework. And that's why we published it in June earlier this year. So, um, yeah, I, I think that fits in nicely with where we are with the um, the technology roadmap evolution, because I think the, the the right move for the technology roadmap is to consider that wider environment in which um, the manufacturing process operates. And obviously the inbound supply chain is an important part of that. Um, you know, and the fact that we, we, we we've we've taken a lot of the the historical premise from the original supply partnership management section of the technology roadmap and brought that into our strategic framework. So we still have a quite a strong focus on um, being open and transparent, you know, and that was a key part of the original uh, chapter of the technology roadmap, being underpinned by end-to-end -end digitization. Again, that was a key part of the original technology roadmap and always a focus on um, safety, resilience and quality aspects of the, of the, of the whole um, aspect of the inbound supply chain what we've added to that is being led by market and industry insights so that we can try and give some direction to the future the longer term future not just looking at short term issues all the time and also um we've widened our um you know in response to our members as well and and also um in i guess uh, interestingly as well bioforums expanded its interest in sustainability but we've we've also um picked up the fact that we need to be acting responsible and sustainable um sustainably in the inbound supply chain um, you know, as we evolve what we want to be doing um, to support the industry going forward. So, yeah, that, that, that's that's uh, that's why we, we, we focused on it. Well, thanks for that, Bob. And I want to ask you both why it is important to have both strategies and how they are related. And Claire, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, thanks, Nettie. I, th I think, you know, as, as Bob said, what's really important is that we have a a consensus overall strategy that can provide an overview for the whole direction of, of the industry and, and through the end-to-end -end value chain and and then you know our individual forum communities 
are able to really do some strong high value work on the on the detail of their strategies underneath that in their communities and this is a really really great example of that the technology roadmap vision itself has been purposefully designed to be quite high level and that's because our members are telling us that actually you know detailed strategies are really important to them but having a holistic overview that can be translated into different flavors whether that's a, a you know autologous cell gene therapy platform for a you know a small patient size batch whether that's 8 billion mrna vaccines on repeat in industrial manufacture or, or something in between um different control strategies different product modalities our members are really looking for a high level strategic focus that we can apply all the way through our value chain um, and all the way through our facilities and of course as bob mentioned that's really driven by this digital vision of the future that the technology road mapping members are coming together to describe in our digital technologies roadmap which we're expecting publication of um, the first chapter of in january um, that digital roadmap really says strongly that we, we need a digital overlay that flows all the way through our our knowledge processes, our data pathways, and um, right the way through from inbound supply chain through really to, to the product getting to patients. And we can only really enable that with a single strategy that flows through all of those things. And then underneath that, of course, a whole bunch of, of detailed topics are, are dropping out. Some of those will be um, scoped and defined by the technology roadmapping group over the coming months and we're expecting some really great themes around human free manufacture robotics perhaps around you know quality standardization and regularly regulatory standardization particularly around validation and technology transfer um factories of the future all sorts of new things potentially to come out of that exercise um but I think what's really important here for this conversation is that we have a community that are really able to focus on where the strategic value and the strategic direction of that inbound supply chain needs to go in the future and really build detail around the high level vision that the technology roadmap um, structure provides. Um, what's really great is that what drops out of that technology roadmap structure is a set of five key business drivers. Um, and Bioforums always use these business drivers to make sure we're challenging our work to um, really deliver value for our members. This new iteration takes the traditional four Bioforum drivers of, of cost and quality and speed and agility, and as Bob said, adds sustainability to them. And that gives our members a really clear message about what's important. Um, our members are developing some really high level key performance indicators for industry that they're hoping to be able to use within their community to track our progress against strategy. And we're working with all of our forum communities to understand how we can translate those into detail level um, key performance indicators that we can use to track each and every piece of progress and make sure that our our programme really does truly hang together and um, Bob and his team have already been doing a, a stack of great work in that area to really make sure that everything we do is, is aligned to our, our members needs and that vision of the future that they have. Um, Bob, what, what are your thoughts on that? It'd be great to hear more about um, some of the definition work that you guys are doing. Yeah, so um, I think to Claire's point, having that higher level holistic overview of the of the, the the environment in which the manufacturing industry is operating in it you know is important 
But when it comes to then looking at um, specific activities within the value chain, the inbound supply chain itself is, is, is obviously a massively important part of the whole picture. Um, and we need to have some focus and we need to have some understanding of uh, you know, how to operate and to make sure that we're operating you know, across the, the, the requirements, not just in any, a particular pocket or a corner and, and ignoring some other things that need to be developed. Um, many of the things that we work on are interrelated that's just the nature of the way that things develop so you have to have an understanding of if we're going to try and improve in this area we might need to do some work in another area to support that to happen you know and, and all of that is obviously a fundamental or a foundational um, support to the, um, the the later stages of manufacturing itself um, and, and ultimately maybe even further beyond that into supplying the product to the patient um, so the inbound supply chain itself uh, you know is is absolutely critical to the success of the industry. Um, I liken it to any any high performing athlete will have a nutritional expert giving them some good guidance about what it is that they take in to their bodies, you know, to bit to make sure that they're performing at the highest level. So <clears throat> why would you not want to do exactly the same as a biomanufacturing industry and make sure that you're you know uh, operating in the best way with the 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 best uh, inbound supply chain and the best inbound supply chain materials raw materials ingredients consumables that you can you can have to support you in your manufacturing operations um to make those products that are, that are so vitally important to the patients at the end of this and that's one thing we need to remember that there's always a patient at the end of the supply chain so um you know and i think um when when you look at uh, developing strategic frameworks, um, it, it really helps people focus their minds. So again, uh, you know, it's very easy without a framework for people to have a particular niggle or a particular focus and want to drive something in that direction, you know, and perhaps that that then becomes at the expense of other areas. So what happens is you don't actually move forward. What happens is you get disparate or, 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 or distributed pockets of, of advancement but other areas fall away from the other side and then of course somebody switches the focus back on those and then you try and build those up and the other bit that you worked on falls falls away what we need to understand is how to move forward collectively you know within within that framework um you know and um, and i think uh like i said um the size of the of the supply partner forum now means that we re i think we truly represent one voice of the industry when we when we look at it um with our um, key supplier um, members in the supply partner forum and our biomanufacturer members too. Um, you know, we're actually able to have those proper discussions and debates about what is needed to support the industry um, and be able to then make decisions from an industry-wide perspective that will actually improve, uh, you know, make, make things improve. Uh, and, and this will all dovetail in and support the um, the work that, that, that Claire was talking about from the holistic level across the, um, the, the higher level strategy. Um, you know everything we're doing. Um, you know is is linking up uh, into uh, into the, the the strategy on the longer scale. You know with, within the manufacturing space, within within the actual process, um, the unit process operations, all, all of that through um, through to fill finish and out beyond uh, fill finish and, and into supply to the patient. Uh, and of course, you know again all of it has a sustainability thread through it all the way through. And, and one of the key parts of the inbound supply chain is. There's an awful lot of work that can be done on sustainability within the inbound supply chain to massive effect. Um, you know, and if we focus in uh, there too, then then we can have a big impact on on making our products more, uh, in a more sustainable and responsible way, and making sure that we, like any other industry, are doing our due diligence and are turning ourselves into one of the best managed and best understood inbound supply chains of any industry in the world, which is um, uh, really aligned with um, the supply partner forum's vision. So. 
you know, uh, and I think that's important. Uh, and I think that plays into, um, you know, the, the overall uh, longer term industry strategy and the technology roadmap um, sort of strategy as well. So, yeah, that's um, that's that's how I think that the two work together. That's great. Thank you. And finally, I'd like to ask, what do the Bioforum members get out of having these strategies? What are the benefits and the value that will be realised by the biopharmaceutical manufacturing industry making the therapeutic products and ultimately to patients who rely on these key medicines? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that um, first, Claire. So um, I'll let you have the glory of the, the last bit at the end there. Um, I think for me, um, the alignment that companies um, need to be effective at making changes happen for themselves and for the industry that they're operating in. That, that's the key piece. The inbound supply chain you know, has the potential to be a, a great source of value creation um, for all stakeholders that are involved in it, um, right through to the patients, as I've, I've said before. Um, you know, We all rely on our inbound supply chains to be there for us to make the drugs that, that we need. And, and if anything, we've learned during this current you know, pandemic and now sort of endemic situation that we've got globally, I think the importance of um, the robustness and the resilience of the inbound supply chain that's needed uh, in these when these global uh, events happen uh, is really important. It's made people um, you know, put some more focus and, and interest and, and investment into their inbound supply chains. And it's probably a very good thing that they, that they can do that now and, um, and that we will see as we come out of this situation that we will have a stronger, more resilient um, more balanced inbound supply chain supporting the industry than we had perhaps going into it where there was already some some uh, um, fractures or some some stresses already sort of being observed in that inbound supply chain even before the pandemic hit so um if we can improve what we do across the inbound supply chain and then we improve our operations in in five dimensions that claire was talking about um you know that the, the quality will in, increase agility will increase you know and i define agility as the ability to change uh, at speed under control. That in itself will then lead to speed, improvements in speed to market or speed of process and things like that, speed of decision making. Um, and, that, and resource utilization, you know, we'll become better at, at getting more out of our resources, whether they're, whether they're equipment, systems, processes or people. You know, and and ultimately we'll become better at being sustainable. Um, you know, and reducing waste in our inbound supply chains um, of all all kinds and natures. So if we get better at what we're doing in the inbound supply chain, then that that's gonna you know the value expands for everybody. And that's if we value expand it at the start of the process at the inbound supply chain, then that flows through all the way through to the the value for the for the patient. And and I think that's really really key. Um, and I think having a um, the first ever strategic framework for the inbound supply chain for, for our leadership team, it really helps them. It, 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 it gives them or legitimizes their industry leadership role. Uh, it helps them to explain what can be done about, um, you know, to access that value, um, how to ask for and, and even demand interest and investment in the inbound supply chain and support from their senior sponsors. Um, not only in their own direct maybe line management, but in the line management of the organisations that benefit from having a much stronger, um, much more effective inbound supply chain than perhaps they've had before. Um, you know, and that way, um, you know, we're going to get um, senior sponsorship to actually want to, um, you know, invest in in and bring uh, the inbound supply chain 
up to where it needs to be um, for our industry and, and help us achieve that vision of, of being the best understood and managed supply chain of any industry in the world. Um, you know, so so that's how I see it. Claire, Claire, you know, how do you see the importance of these strategies? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Bob, for that overview. And um, and I think it's um it's it's really great to hear about the sort of the detail of the the benefits that are kind of come out of the supply chain part of, of the vision and all the great work that's happening there. Um, and I think as we think about those five dimensions that Bob talked about, the benefits for our members in working holistically across our forums on a an overall strategy start to become really, really clear. Our members talk about being able to reduce risk by working together, um, by being able to approach the regulators with a, a single voice for the, the strategic journey they want to go on. Um, they also talk about um, you know, increasing in confidence. And, and this is really important when we think about how we're going to achieve those sort of ultimate, you know, industry vision goals, um, making sure that our industry leaders have confidence that these things are attainable and achievable and that will add value to our, our business and our industry. And ultimately, patience um, is, is really, really critical. Um, and that word sort of value I think is is really key you know Bob talked about resource utilization which of course is so important when we consider the inputs into our process our technology road mapping members are actually taking that and just calling it value whether that's value out of a set of resources value from a process um, but really what they're ultimately talking about is is value to patients and um, being able to get therapies um, vaccines, you know, treatments to to more patients more quickly, um, more sustainably. Um, so that's really the sort of the the big value that we're we're seeking to achieve here, and um, and we hear from from our members that they are able to take the roadmaps we produce, and um, and apply them internally so that they can frame their own strategic frameworks and um, accelerate through these big problems the world keeps throwing at us. Um, more quickly and agilely, which is really, really great to hear. Um, we also have, of course, our technology acceleration programme. So typically when a roadmap is published, and this happened for the first seven, it will happen for the, the eighth, our digital roadmap next year. Um, all of the recommendations that those roadmap makes, and there are a lot of them, um, all of those recommendations are prioritised by our members um, and by the, you know, by the other communities that, that they touch. Um, and our members then will, will vote on what's going to add most value to them in terms of collaboration. And we have a really active programme there that's building value for our members, whether it's working on white papers about standards of the future, working with standard bodies internationally to make sure that you know, the growing suite of um, specifications that we have around us reflects industry needs. Or um, real life proof of concept sometimes and, and we have four or five of those now that are really coming together as physical demonstrations of the business value and the power of the technology strategies our members are describing um, and we're really excited actually that the data set from the first one of those um, ought to be published early next year um, and which we're, we're really really looking forward to so there are some real tangible value streams coming out of these strategies for our members at the same time as that longer term um, direction that, that we can use to make sure we're navigating in the right way. Well, that was really interesting to hear what's been happening across both forums and understand how the work connects and operates across forum level. So thanks to both Claire and Bob for talking to me today. Thank you. Thank you.